the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. This is episode 198. We're going to call this one, The Sky is Falling. Again, welcome everybody to the Heart of LFE podcast. Of course, the usual suspects are here with me tonight. We have Bam. We have Tony. Welcome, gentlemen. Bam, how are you doing? Are you still locked down? Still locked down. Still locked down. Got extended another week. Oh, my word. Okay. Understood. Got to be safe. We're just hoping you're doing okay and staying safe. Uh, but we trust you, man. We know. We, we know all about Bam. You got this covered. Tony, how are you doing this weekend? Or this week, I should say. Good. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Yeah, I can't wait for the weekend just so we can move on to another match. Let's be honest, right? Just get out of this one, move (laughs) on, do our thing. So, yeah, this is, like I said, episode 198. Um, From the looks of things, you might think that we have like a 1 in 10 season going on so far. It's not that, uh, but for one of the first times in a long time, we're one game below 500, and it sounds like a lot of people think this guy is falling as a result of that. Rest assured, today's episode, we're going to talk about that and remind you guys that really this guy ain't falling because, again, you're one under 500. There's new faces in the building. Others are getting healthy. Things are in flux right now. It might not look good in the moment. It might look really rough in the moment but it ain't over yet. You know, it's, it, there's a long way to go. Things will get better. Stay, stay golden, right? That's the mindset here. So uh, that being said, we're going to break that down. Talk about what happened in the last match. Cause we can't ignore that. Uh, but we're also going to have to talk about Atlanta and going to, to the road trip that of road trips, shout out to everybody that's got their flights booked. I guess it's going to be an invasion of Atlanta for the LAFC faithful. So shout out to you guys. So we're going to talk about a little bit about that as well. Maybe some travel tips. Who knows? Uh, but this should be a pretty jam-packed episode with a lot of details. Uh, of course, it's kind of the norm with us. We always jump into uh, the game first. But, uh, Tony, are you ready to, to tackle this last match? Oh. You up for it? Bam, you ready for the pain? Let's just let's get this. <laughs> let's just rip go for it into the just fun stuff later. <laughs> let's just go. Because there are some bright notes anyways. So there we are. So we go to San Jose. Not as many get to go, but let's be honest. Those that did had a lot, a lot of support. They were doing what they had to do, making some noise. Uh, I saw you all out there about 100 deep. More than that. Let's be honest. More like 300 deep. Uh, scattered a bit because... People found a way you might restrict things, but they found a way uh, and you could still hear the faithful, the 3252 making all the noise in that place, still out singing their home crowd. I'll just call them that because honestly, we shame them every time we take them on head to head to head. So there's that. Now, lineup was a little bit interesting for this one. I don't think we quite expected what we saw. We were close by a few, but it was a little different. The best change or, you know, the most welcomed shocker was probably the addition of Chicho into the mix. Our new player uh, getting his debut with the club from the kickoff from the start, which I don't think any of us had the guts to think that was going to really happen as a new player coming. Except that guy down there, Tony, (laughs) he called it. Um, Well done, sir. Well done. 
and then so that was one big move. And, and the guy that sat for that was shocking too, because it was that it was, was Rossi. So I go, oh, okay, that's an interesting move. But also we had Murillo get back into the mix, which everybody's like, wait, a hammy? You're gonna put a guy in on a hammy? Yeah, he got back into the mix. He started and Janela started. So blessing, even though he was back in time to play and start, since he had pretty much missed a lot of time from travel and all that, um, he sat. So that was your interesting fair enough. moves. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Fair enough. The approach and how you set things up maybe that's another story uh and so it was back to basics back to the four three three could debate on who's on the back line and how that's going to happen but that's what it was so there we are we're set up bam how did almeida approach this match what was their play on this well they went with the three four three um out of your 11 starting 11 that you predicted last week there's only one difference had you starting mm-hmm. in the center so you picked the rest of them. So the typical lineup, Benson, Nathan, Salinas, Judson, Lopez, Espinosa, all the regular that you normally see. Um, into the first half, the big stat that I have from, from the first half was we first touched the ball at the 43-second mark. We lost the ball at the 2-minute 28 mark. We had almost two minutes of the ball control. For the first seven and a half minutes, it never crossed the halfway into our defensive half. Wow. Dang. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at the game, you wouldn't have think that would have happened. Uh, no. Yeah. No. Then at the eight minute mark, San Jose decided to take a try at the crossbar challenge. <laughs> Crash it. <laughs> Matching right? the crossbar. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, 10-minute mark, we had Murillo copy yellow for his first foul of the game, which was a soft yellow, very soft yellow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, not cool. Coming from, yeah, coming from that free kick, we all know what happened. San Jose scored the goal in the, in the front post, which should not have happened. Front post goals should never happen. Never, ever. I, you know, yeah. there was so much wrong. Goalkeeper positioning, he was way too deep on the play, right? Yeah, I think he thought there was going to be a back post situation, but it didn't suggest that with the bodies in front of goal. Uh, and then nobody trailed in. There was no run to the line, nothing of the sort. They were sleeping on the play. Let's be honest. It gets past him in the moment where the deflection actually occurred. He really didn't have a chance at that stage. There was no way he's going to stop that type of roof of a deflection at that close range. The issue was the positioning altogether was was yeah. off, just plain off cheap goal. For sure. Very cheap goal. Very cheap goal. Um, 20th minute, the Arango crossed to Vela that gets blocked by Nathan sliding on the ground. That was an mm-hmm. excellent play right there. That whole play together was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, 20, yep, 22nd minute, bit of cheekiness from Vela. One-on-one with the keeper near the corner. Vela wins the corner. Has a cracker yeah. goal from the corner kick. <laughs> and unfortunately, Nathan was there to stop the play, play again. Yeah, it was very clever. I the, the 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 speed of thought was what was impressive to me. It's like, hey, he's out. Let's do this. Like, not even yeah. hesitating. Let's, let's go create some chaos, get things moving. We needed a spark anyway. It made sense we to did, get something did. a little bit crazy. Because honestly, say he saves it and it goes behind him or somewhere, you know, it, it, you don't know on those plays yeah. how, how it's going to go. No. So wise move it, again it, by, it, the, it, by the captain. Yeah. 
it was an absolute moment of brilliance. If mm-hmm. that goal, if, if he scored that goal, goal of the week, plain and simple, done, dusted. Yeah. yeah. Well, by far, by far. By far. You know, I love his intensity playing against San Jose. He hates those guys. There's a there's a thing there. He really loves toying with them, making it painful for them. You could tell there's a there's added. He gets that it's it is an actual rivalry, and so I appreciate that for sure, for sure. Um, then unfortunately, twentieth minute, San Jose scores another goal. Excuse me. We're down two nil. Um. That goal just, yeah. Let's let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> I can't though. I can't. You know why? Let's talk about it. I think it's coming to the point where Palacios needs to sit and watch a game. I really do. The decision making defensively from him, it's like he's playing mid. I don't. I don't. He just so casual back there when he doesn't need to be. He gets caught too high a lot. He doesn't track when he needs to. His tackles are a little bit off. He's not that effective either when he's challenging. There's there's something not quite right with him right now. And uh, yep. you can say, well, you can grind it out, but I don't know about you guys, but I don't like falling down in the, at the gate. You just can't afford these sorts yep. of things. So no. there's enough players that can play that role between Edwards and Farfan because that is his real position, his natural role, or he'd be much better playing that role. Uh, you, you've got to say, like, at some point, some accountability has to kick in. Because that back pa- that back header was just never going to work, for sure. No. So we can move on from there. But I just like yep. so annoyed. In the thirtieth minute, Cal from San Jose cops a yellow. We get a free kick from it. From the free kick, it was a beautiful run by a black man with a dummy for you mm-hmm. to score a goal into his own goal. <laughs> beautiful yeah. dummy by Blackman. It looked like Blackman actually headed the ball in. Like from like if if we don't have replay, we think it's Blackman like scores and. Maybe somebody yeah. wins bingo because I don't think anyone wins bingo. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Yule bingo. No, no. You know, no. We didn't even rate no. him to start in this game. And he's scoring the own goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Though, did he really have any other options there? He was he was stuck. Yeah. There was, yeah. 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 The way Yule was running, that if he was to connect with that, he was going in, in the back of the net. And thankfully, he did. Right. We'll take it. Well, in that moment, yeah. down two. We'll take anything. There's no such thing as an ugly goal when you're down by two. Nope, Not at no. all. No. And then after that, brings up to half time. So that was the whole first half. To be fair, the first 10 minutes wasn't that bad. Besides Marilla Company Yellow, we had in the, in the attacking for the first seven and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Their first yeah. real attempt was their goal. Besides the Exactly. Exactly. So... My whole vibe with that is just poor decision-making. Again, execution is the problem. It's not that the system's busted, because it's not. It's it's guys not getting the job done, not making the right decisions that killed us. We, we, we fell out of the gate yet again, which we keep doing early or giving stuff away early, and now we're behind the eight ball. I will say this, though. Good on the boys for getting one back, and let's be real. We could have drawn this by halftime. There was enough opportunities out there created by our side where we could have already been back by halftime. So we're angry in the moment, right? Time kind of gives you a chance to, to soften the edge and really look things through. We should be angry by the mistakes. 
but at the end of yeah. the day it's 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 not the end of the world where we're getting outplayed by everybody and not putting in the work so the work is still there <laughs> for sure yeah oh with the first half you got to give credit to san jose's defense nathan for example the amount of block shots he did the amount of um tackles he won he actually had a really good game to me their most underrated player is judson the mid in the mid just yeah. yep Busting his job is just bust things up, make it ugly, make it quick, keep pressure on people, make them uncomfortable. That's his job, and he does it very well. You know, I I would not want to play against him. It's going to be painful all day. You're going to have to always be watching your back because he's just going to be there. He's a pest. Uh, but that works in that system, right? That's Almeida's pressure. He loves guys that do this, and so to me, he's one of those big pieces that that's one of the reasons why they are where they are right now. That's for sure. So, uh, Tony, what's your overall impressions from the first half, sir? Just a lot of missed opportunities. It's going to be a, it's a, it's literally a trend now for us. It's literally so many chances in goal. We'll get to the, <laughs> I literally looked, I literally looked the next day of, or that same day, as soon as the game was over, what the expected goal is. We'll go out there at the end. But if you see what the expected goal is, you're like, why don't we have this already tied in a bow by now? But We'll even go into it further in the second half, but yeah, it was just a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of miss, a lot of just a couple mistakes, and that's what wins games is a couple of mistakes. But we can't afford those, so we need to get as much. We should have the best defense on on paper, but again, I don't know what it's at this point. And, and it's it's <laughs> sometimes youth kills you. Mm-hmm. I think we're dealing with that right now for sure, for sure. So, uh, second half kicks off. Tony, give us the the highs and the lows of the second half, sir. Well, the highs in the 53rd minute, Edwanda has or I mean, Abbasi, sorry, he has a shot. It's it's a it's a shot, but it's like an, enough to where it's if it's him shooting, we don't we like the ball seems to love him against us. So it wasn't scary, mm-hmm. but it was still like okay, I go with that. At the 50 55th minute, Vela has another crack at goal. You know what I mean? It was a nice try. He's like trying like he's actually like trying to put the team on his back be the leader that on the field again we'll, we'll keep talking about this but on the field he's trying to be the leader show be the example not the exception and trying to show what he's doing that so and then which inspires at Twesta at 63rd minutes take a ni- nice little shot and try to get it in of course nothing comes out of it and then then we have blessing coming back from his little hiatus and destroys the defense and just <laughs> again it was just he he had two ways to go and he did, did what usual strikers go is go near post and unfortunately didn't go in if he scores that a lot more people are we're 2-2 and we're a lot more excited it's 2-2 we have all the momentum and you guarantee they crumble at that point exactly it's one of those you get one you get two situations we yep. didn't and it haunted us Latif, bang, bang, play. It really depends on what foot you attack with right in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he went with the shortest distance to goal is what he did. Whatever the quickest move would be, he did that. I mean, he's always been known for, for kind of reaction type of plays rather than thinking it through. For yeah. placement purposes, it's not his vibe. It, it's, it's very much get in there, get the job done, move on. It works in many cases, but other times like this where it's like, oh, that one, that one we felt for sure. But again, I can't be too angry with Latif because he put himself in that position and did the work to get there. 
And that's more than many others on the field in this game simply didn't do, especially those that played about 46 minutes or around that time period where he comes in and he's a spark and others weren't a spark on the day. So it was much needed from him. He did help everyone around him for sure. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. 75th minute. He busted, he gets a yellow and, where those there should have been a lot more yellows in that game it was very chippy, but we finally got one from Obosi. It was a very, there was an obvious one, but again, we should have been more. And then at the pretty much the 82nd minute, Espinosa scared the crap out of me with that shot. It went <laughs> wide, but yeah, it was it was another like oh god, here we go again kind of thing. And then really nothing else happens throughout the format. It was more becomes chippy. The other thing that of course me and Bam talked to after the game. Because um, we went to play some Call of Duty just to, you know, just get the the thing was uh, Edwards. A lot of people are attacking him for attacking the ref and like say going over it, but at the end of the time, that shows him passion. Like he's like like getting in the face. And honestly, as a player, I remember always doing that and, and be like, "Good job, sir, sir. Why didn't you call that?" And be respectful, but annoyance to make to make him understand that he's not doing his job. So I I applaud him for it. So that was the only other thing that happened, and it. It, and I don't know what it is about referees these days, but if it's six minutes, stop it at six minutes. Don't extend it to like three <laughs> minutes. Last two games. Come on, man. Right. No, it, it, it's it's strange. But I will say this with, with, with Edwards doing what he did. You have to understand in this league, you see a lot of repetitions with referees. You get them a lot throughout the year. And you might as well lobby now for the next time. Right. And yeah. a lot of that is going to be, well, you got to watch for these things. These things are happening. It keeps happening to it. And it's very much putting it in their heads. Uh, I think that's where it's at. And pure anger. I mean, if you looked at his face and those who are saying, oh, man, they've they've quit on Bob. I, I keep hearing this nonsense. Right. They've quit. <laughs> they've quit. You look at that second half. You tell me that team quit. Who out there quit? Not one of them. They were fighting till the end. We started horrible. Right, but they could they could have put their heads down and get shellacked like against SKC. Even though we in that game we started rising up towards the end again. Again, so the whole thought about oh they're quitting on Bob, they don't trust Bob. Dude, they're playing the system. They're just not executing. And at the end, every time there's anger. Yeah, and it's frustration. At the end of the day, that's frustration. It's not I don't trust my coach. It's just I should be finishing these things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we we can't we'll get into it, but I can't hold your hand at the end of the day, you're on the field, whatever you do on the field, hopefully it, it, you do the right, you do the right thing. And sometimes like with all football is like, it's, he goes one way, you go another way, you touch a ball this way. He does something else. That's how football is. It's not, but they were just the whole there. They don't, they given up. It's frustration. That's what it is. As anyone who's ever played the game, you, you don't give up on your coach. you, are frustrated with yourself because you're not yeah. playing to your ability. Yeah. And the other thing you got to realize, these are young kids. Do you think anyone on this team is looking at this as their last club? No. This is the end destination? No. So if you're a guy that's going to be quitting, you're pretty much saying this is your end destination or you're going to the USL, mm-hmm. right? They're all trajectories. Otherwise, they're all working for the next thing. So the whole quitting thing, it just, it irks me. It does. Because I don't see it at all with our boys. It doesn't, well, no, that no, doesn't make yeah. sense to me. Frustration? Yeah, there's frustration. But work rate? Nope. They're putting work in. There's no doubt. Doesn't need to be better. 
Yes, it's execution yes. that's the issue. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bam, the, you had something you wanted to say? Yep. With the Edwards bit too, it's like, when was the last time that we had a player do that? When was the last time that we've had a player show that much passion? That that will go out. And he, look, if he gets a yellow for dissent for that, that's fair on. I'll, I'll, I'll cop that because we need a player that has a bit of mongrel in him. We've all been asking for it. We want a player that will go out and do the hard tackles, that will go do that, that will talk back to the ref like that. We need someone like that. And if Edwards that man, good on him. I'll back him to the hill. Right. I mean, the last guy that seemed to always go in the refs that hard was like Simon back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's not a common occurrence with our squad. It, it, no. Bob, on the other hand, does. He goes <laughs> after them after the game. We've seen that yeah. before. But uh, yeah, I like the fight. You know, the fight needs to be there because they, you're at a moment watching this game and you're realizing, yes, execution is your biggest problem right now. Just, just not focusing, not getting the job done. Yes, you have every right to criticize maybe the tactical side of things. Who gets into the game without a doubt that that deserves a lot of criticism right now. It should. 100%. Um, but you get to the point where you need you need guys that simply are going to perform right and, and simplify their game and just get to work, you know, and, and the only way you get through moments like these is guys just putting in work, keeping things simple, and, and doing the job. doesn't have to be fancy. You just need to be effective and, and work for it. And I think the quality is there. It's just now with two new faces, creating more competition. Yeah, I can't feel totally bad. I do not like certain things, but on that side of it, yeah, I'm not going to question them on their on their heart, spirit, work. I, it's, it's not. I don't see that. Not at all. Um, I did want to talk about I mean, I don't want to talk too much about stats. I mean, we saw the game, right? It, it is yep. what it is. Um, we know what the issue was. Efficiency. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doing what you have to do, making the right decisions. But we can talk about certain players that stood out. For the good, for the bad. And I think nice. that that we definitely need to talk about because it's there. Um, B-Rod's back in town, so I don't think there's any shock that we need to do an ISO on him. He did play 46 minutes of the game, really 45, let's be honest. Um, yeah. Second half was a few and he's off. Um, in his half of work, he completed 10 passes, uh, 77% accuracy. He created one chance on the day. Uh, he had zero shots on goal again. Um, and his duels, he was only 5 for 12. Five out of 12 on duels. So that that was his work of the day. I think he made two cross attempts on the day. Uh, that That's about it for him. So, again, I don't think these are numbers that we're really hunting for for a play on our DP contract. He's just not quite where he needs to be. That's for certain, especially as a winger. Right? We, we see the runs. We see the skill. It's the execution yet again. So that's one guy that, to me, was like, well, we didn't get it yet. Um Palacios, uh, we could talk about him. On the day, he had 40, uh, 24 accurate passes, was a 73% pass rate, uh, created two chances from his position, and uh, was one of three on crosses, seven out of ten on duels, which is not, not too bad. The tackles were the issue. He was two of six on the day on his tackles. Again, the efficiency side of things from his position. A missed tackle, a missed duel, can cost you everything, right? It's just there's a different level of expectation from his position. Is that good enough? Right? You have to say it. Uh, 
Chicho's another guy. 68 minutes, first game ever playing for us, trying to get used to the system. Um, I'll say before I talk about numbers, I love the way he puts on passes. I just have to say, to me, there's there's a quality there that we haven't really seen a lot of from our guys, where he really knows how to feather the pass and get the right w- weight for the guy that's receiving the ball. Like, where he wants it to be, he gets it there. The right kind of weight's on the ball. That's good stuff. Where we can say, oh, man, it's too bad. He wanted to share a little too much rather than be selfish, which is a common occurrence for a new player. We saw Kim do this right early on. Uh, I think he was a victim of the same thing. He did have 16 accurate passes on the day. He was 73% in passing. He did create two chances. He had three shots, but none were on goal. We saw the one that he shanked across, right? Mm-hmm. Um, duels, though, he was three for four, and he made four recovery plays, which means you're coming back, right, from a turnover or whatever and getting the ball back again. So work rate was definitely there. It's polished, not quite yet. But, man, uh, he shows it. That the quality is definitely there. Tony, what was your take on his on his first day out? Everything we expected from him, to be honest. Like this is the honestly the first time we got what we were hyping of hyping up, you know? Usually it mm-hmm. takes a couple days or a couple games for that for one of the players that come in to make an instant impact. But honestly, it's it's gonna be nice to finally have someone who can is like uh pretty much a brawler, pretty much gets in there, gets dirty and does what needs to be done um there are some like i said he's i don't want to say he he does he still needs to know when to shoot not to shoot you know what i mean there's a there, like there's a the pass that he the pass that should have been a shot whatever maybe it was a mistouch who knows again we, we we can only see what goes on the field and what is going through his head but going forward i'm i'm happy yeah, I mean, he did seem to want to distribute more than the guy that finishes. Yeah. I did notice that with him is he's really definitely trying to be that team player. I think that's just being the new guy. Let's be honest. He's he's got guys he's gonna he's got to work with here. You know, he's got to build something with these guys. So trust has to be there, and it's a it's a two way street, right? You give, you receive. You 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 got to make the work. So yeah, I'm good. Bam, what was your take on his performance on the day? Great performance for his first time for us. Great performance. You can't fault anything that he did. Worked hard. The one-two with Vela that got blocked by Nathan. Beautiful one-two right there. What more can you ask for? Yeah, the runs were right. He's making decisions. He's in the right place. So yeah, I say, you know, I'll give him a, a, a B plus on the day. Right. Some decision making would put you in the next realm because you'd probably get a goal from that stuff. But yeah, at least at least a B plus on the day from what we're expecting on the first day out. That's for sure. Uh, so those were kind of the three we looked at. There is one other, though, that I, I, I think we just we have to give time to. And bam, you know who that is, right? Mr. Fall. Yep. Uh, Mr. Fall yep. deserves. Honestly, we're watching the rise of a player within LAFC right now. You have to oh. you have to give him credit for what he's doing in the short amount of time he's been here. Uh, in this case, he played what? 40. He went in 46. It was 45 minutes of play. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he came second half, but yeah. Um, 22 accurate passes on the day, 85% pass success rate distributing, which is pretty good playing against an Almeida system. That's pressure, 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 uh, two of four on duels. He only had to make one tackle attempt. It wasn't a success, (laughs) but here's the caveat. You don't have to make tackles. If you're running and intercepting the play before it even happens. 
And there was at least three or four plays where he just kind of put himself in the right position to prevent a pass from actually occurring because, oh, start over. Or he straight up intercepted it with, with casual flair, you could say, and moved on to pass off the ball like it was nothing. No need to leave the feet because you were in the right place at the right time. Uh, my, my, my take on him is we have an excellent young defender that needs minutes, and he's earned that chance. He's showing it. Are you going to do that against the Galaxy? Uh, that's going to be a hard take, right? It will be. <laughs> but he's earning his keep, guys. And and this this player, Bam, you were talking about his his value so far, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So so go have some research on him alone, because mm-hmm. I'll admit I'm a fan. He's going to be a future star for us and whoever we sell him off to. Yeah. Right now. His value is fifty thousand pounds. We're paying what sixty seven thousand US for him for a year. Yeah. He won't be on yeah. much for us. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. he's played three times for us. He came on eight minutes away at SKC and he's come on at halftime versus SKC and Quakes. So he's paid a total of ninety nine minutes. Eighty two percent pass rate, ninety nine minutes. Hundred percent dribbles in ninety nine minutes. His dribbling has been amazing. Tackles and crosses are at 50%. So 50-50, which for an 18-year-old, I'll take. If he doesn't get more than 45 minutes for the next game, I'll be very surprised. Do you think he's going to earn a start against Carson? I would. Hey. Honestly. I would. Yeah, I know. Where we're going, put him in there. Right. You look who's back there right now. Are they getting the job done? Is Murillo getting the job done? Honestly, he he, he had a run. The only guy in the back that seemed to be somewhat competent on the day was probably Blackman, uh, just because he wasn't a liability. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. He wasn't coming off as a liability, wasn't having a stellar super day, but he wasn't hurting us. And and I got to say, the other guys, nah, they were liabilities on the day. They really were. That's why Mario came out so early. Yeah, for sure. It, it honestly depends on how he goes against um, Atlanta this week. If he gets at least 45 minutes there, if he has a great 45 minutes, definitely starting. I mean, do you think he's going to start the Atlanta match? I would love we'll to talk see him about start it later, Atlanta, but yeah, let's yeah. talk about yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that one later. But yeah, it's yeah. that's a good one. That's a good debate for sure, for sure. So, yeah, Fall was the guy that I think de- deserved a final take on this because he was the bright spot on the day. I mean, Chicho was too, but Fall, he's exceeding expectations. Let's be real. When we signed him, everybody's like, "What's this all about?" Maybe it's just a, a sweetheart deal with an academy to keep our relationship up. I mean, I heard a lot about that. Uh, yeah, he'll be in Vegas all year. Was the other comment that we were getting? Yeah, he's just he's a, he's going to Vegas. He's going to get seasoned in Vegas. That's cool. Well, the seasoning lasted a couple games, and he's here now. So, sky's the limit for fall. He's got to keep his head, keep it simple, like he's already doing. He reads the game so well. Uh, I and I kept telling you guys, I'm like, this guy's a little bit of a mind reader here. He really does see the game ahead. So, uh, it's a good quality to have at his age. So, good on him. Really happy on the day. Um, that being said, do you guys have any final takes before I jump into the uh, the crew that's waiting for us right now? Our comments from our, our amazing faithful. 
I've got one. Mm -hmm. A stat that I didn't realise until I just looked it up then. In our last game, we had 16 shots. Eight from outside the box. Yep. Oh, no. okay. I was like, yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't kick shoot from outside the box. Obviously, we started doing it. Hmm, something's different. A change. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that comes from you know, the training. Maybe like somebody's instructed them to maybe pop some from out there. Just just maybe maybe something could be up. Good take, sir. Good take. So let's jump into some some comments here, Jonathan uh, Reimer is on he says captain vela we didn't say it from the break we probably should have said it so voting right now is for captaincy uh for the all-star game why is this even a vote uh it's it's captain vela versus uh chicharito and zimmerman and one other dude that's not going to get enough votes um you know it's between two let's be honest it better be vela if it's not vela the league's going to very much regret that i will tell you that much because i don't know about you guys but I'm in the realm of if the wrong guy gets it, you're not going to hear his name in announcements. You're going to hear noise every time he touches the ball. You're going to be, there's going to be payment for that. So let's be real. That's how it's going to be. That's how we are. You know, it's home. We should, Vela should be the guy. So go vote for Vela and the travesty that's going on right now because there shouldn't even be a vote. Good stuff. Uh, moving forward, Marvin Chavez. This episode should be called "In Bob We Trust." No, uh, I mean, okay. So, should we just get into it? <laughs> In Bob, it's reality. In Bob, it's reality. We'll say that he's trusted with a contract to do a job this year. Transfer windows closed. These are the soldiers you have. He's built this thing. With John. It's on him how this season goes. It's a cop-out if we just dump him now. We got a supporter shield early with him. We were spoiled by that. I think that's why the expectations are where they are. We're only one game below 500, and the sky apparently is falling. <sighs> Take a deep breath. There's things we don't like. We should demand better. But we shouldn't throw out the baby with the bathwater. That's my take. Does that mean, Bob, we trust... It's up to you. That's your take on that. Uh, but definitely, uh, he's got to own it and fix this. Well, right. you look at Glue it back together if, if you have to. Yeah. All right. We get rid of Bob now. We're not going to get a new coach midway through the season. We're going to put it with the assistant coach. Assistant coach is going to run the Bob f- format for the year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, if anything, turn around and go, all right, Bob, this is your last year. Thanks. Finish off the year. And then we start looking for a new coach for next year. Right. Could be in the market now. You could already have one. I mean, let's be real. I think the grand scheme of things was for Bob to do what he wants to do until he's done. And then Cherandolo move up. I think that's been the plan. I don't think there's any shock by that. So, you know, if you remove one, you're guaranteeing the other. I don't think they're going to look any farther than Las Vegas for a replacement, guys. Let's be real on that. Okay, so more, you know, more pitchforks and and flames after that happens. I don't know, you know, so reality is they built it. They got to own it. They got to fix it. That's where we're at. And he deserves any credit he gets or any any negativity because he's there. He's the guy in charge. Uh, Al Hopkins says, I would pay too much 
I wouldn't pay too much attention to Twitter. The bank and game days are still awesome. Again, the faithful is there. We're faithful. They can turn this thing around. I think they can. Doesn't look it right now, but I think they can. Uh, in Bob, we trust you just open up a big can of worms. <laughs> nice one, Jason. Uh, Jason Lee was San Jose 2.0, not the original team, but our supporters shame theirs. I agree. There are some new blood up there on the other side of the supporter section that is actually like stepping up and trying to do it the right way. And I credit them for that. Uh, that is true. There is a movement in the supporter culture in San Jose. That's a positive movement. Let's hope it keeps going that way. Again, I think everyone on here is the same way. We want the supporters to be strong in every stadium throughout the league. It only makes the league better to have strong supporters. We want to have those crazy environments that we travel to the legendary environments, stuff like you see in Bundesliga, Bundesliga two, where it's constant, right? 90 minute culture. Like we do at the bank. Uh, we want that everywhere. I don't think there's any question. I think if a supporter group asks me for something, asks for a little help, like what's your take? I'm uh, I'm going to say it because I want them to grow. I want it to work. Am I going to give up the secret sauce? No, but I definitely will give pointers. That's for sure. Uh, moving on to Marvin <laughs> in Bob some trust. Yes, there it is. I like that one. Well like said, that one better. Yeah, that is much better. That's much better. Al Hopkins, too many bad passes. A twist and not in good form right now. Yeah, I mean, you can you can definitely call out a twist that he does look a little off right now. I think he's road weary. I mean, I'll be real about this. How much rest does a twist ever get? Does he get any rest with this side? No, you just throw him in the mix. Play a system, he saves the day every time. You've got to be tired a little bit, you would think. All-Star break, something's good. They might find a phantom injury for him during the All-Star break, so he doesn't have to deal with that nonsense. Or, Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Al Hopkins, it was Rodriguez who lost his man, right? I mean, does Rodriguez ever have a man? Sorry, I'm being mean. But does he ever focus on that side of his game? I think there was one where he did, I, and I shouted out to these guys, and I'm like, dude, he came back far. Like, he actually did one. I will give him credit. He did a good run back at one point. And he was like, wow, what's him doing it? So he did, but yeah, he, it was his side. We seem to always have issues on that side. It's consistent on that side. So, yeah. Yeah. Jason Ariano, brother Jason. Uh, yes, it seems like we are divided about Bob. Maybe we should have called the episode, What About Bob? That's football. That's football. I, you know, you sign a coach and the next day somebody's like, I want him fired. The first transfer that he makes, I want him fired. That's, that's the world of football. Yeah. Nobody's ever 100% on board with anything. Politics of football. Yeah. Marvin Chavez. I'd still take Palacio over Farfan, though. Ugh, it's hard. Uh, do you it's guys want to tackle that? I was going to say, it is, it, hard. Is hard. it is hard. Palacio seems to be, I don't know what's going on in general in his head. He's just misstepping a lot. And again, Farfan is still young. and They're both still young anyways. But at the end of the day, it's, it's one of those things. It's just like, who's going to be showing up that day? Could like, again... Like we like we'll just keep saying it because I think we should call it it's football. Maybe we should call the episode that because <laughs> there are some days that like fo like football players just show up and they're like like 
world class, sell them to whatever team you can. There's other days where it's just like, what's going on? Like, and it's not even in like lower level. It's in every club. It could be from from Messi's to the Cristiano's in the world to the best way to say is Mbappe. How many people were like, what's going on with Mbappe during the Euros? Didn't show up, blah, 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 all this stuff. So again, it's, I, I, I understand. I, it, do I take Palacios? Yes. He's earned it. Farfan earned it too. But it's toss of a coin, literally. Heads or tails. So each guy, the three that would play that role, has a huge upside, and they all have a flaw that drives us crazy. Every one of them has a unique upside and a unique flaw. We look at Farfan. He's good defensively when that's his primary role, right? Mm -hmm. But he doesn't distribute well, and he doesn't overlap all that well, and it's always a little Mm -hmm. bit of an adventure when he does so. So there's that. Then there's Palacios, who loves the adventure, loves to go forward. He doesn't like tracking back as much as he wants to, and his tackles can be suspect, and his passes can be very casual. The ups and downs. Then you have Edwards. I like to call him more of a hammer than a scalpel. He can play defensive. He's good at that. When he goes forward, he never comes back again. We've seen that too. His touches are heavy. He comes in hard on, on plays. He prefers that, I think. he He's one of those execution type of guys where it's like, we just do the job and get it done. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shake on a play. I'm not going to, Try to put it through your legs. I don't I don't care about that. I have a job to do and I need to get it to a man. Mm-hmm. And that's very much his about play. And that can drive you nuts at times because you'll see him shank shots that look almost like it's going to go on the touch, right? <laughs> because he's just, I'm, I'm a hammer. I'm going to do this. this is how I'm going to play. So you have these three qualities in these players. They all have quality, but they all have that one little thing that drives us all absolutely nuts. So you debate which one, right? Every week it's a debate because none of them have truly owned the role yet. They haven't. They haven't. If we can get them all together and mix them to make one person, it'd be great. Be a great superhero movie, right? Yeah. There it exactly. is. Put them to put them together. Yeah. You know, it's like twins, and and we all have Danny DeVito's. I don't know. There it is. So, <laughs> there we go. Uh, jeez. Sorry, guys. Just being a little mean there. Uh, moving on to Jason. Uh, Jason says, "Good notes by Bam Bam." Bam, bam. I love it. And drinks to Tony for getting Sebastian Ibiega rumors on point. Sebastian needs to start against Atlanta. (laughs) Hey, there it is from Jason. That's right, dude. So Tony put in some freaking homework to figure out what was going on. He called him mid-show. He found him and he brought it up mid-show. Hey, this (laughs) is going down. There was a little confusion about the, the L.A. thing. Like, because we weren't sure he was an international domestic player, so that was a little bit of a throw-off, right, yeah. Tony? Oh, yeah. But you were on the hunt, man. You were right. It was just the domestic versus foreign was the thing that threw you off. No, so that's yeah. on you. Yeah, Tony was the man, dude. He found that one away. We were on we were in Opara land, and he was actually finding real players. So, well done, my friend. Yeah, like, it's good. We, we all have our we all our ups. We all have our ups and downs, and we were like, we, we, we joke around. We're, we we've been battling a thousand quote unquote because of our hot takes and whatever. But it's just again, we were just getting lucky. That's the best way to say it. But hey, we just got like I said, it's silly season. We have to do what we can, and we have a salary cap, unfortunately, and we have to do what our salary cap allows us to do. 
Agreed. Agreed. Marvin's take on Raheem is not better defensively either. I can agree with you if it's a 4 3 3. But if there's five in the back or three center backs, he's fine. Then we're okay. But four, yeah, it's it's an adventure for sure. For sure. Because he doesn't he doesn't track back the way you normally you would expect. So agreed. Uh Hector Gonzalez, if Vela is the captain for the all-star game, does that mean that he has to play the whole game? If so, no to cat. No, no one ever does. So no one ever does. If he gets a half, it's a lot. Right? Yeah. That's a lot. I don't see him getting even a half in this game. Especially, I think the Galaxy and LAFC players are going to get very limited minutes in this, no matter what. Knowing that the game's coming up so quick and it's a rivalry, and the team and the league has to promote that too. Yeah, I expect them to all get limited minutes. Oh, yeah. The weird thing is, are they all going to, you know, how the starters are going to work out? How the play? It's going to be interesting, but I do think it's going to be limited minutes. Same with the Yankees; they're going to limit their players too. It's an all-star game. I don't take too much into this one, guys. Let's be honest; it's an exhibition. So, yeah. What I'd like to see, mm-hmm. Vela kicks, kick, we kick off, Vela kick, boots it out, all the LFC players walk off, leave the Galaxy players out there for 90 minutes. <laughs> Dude, keep giving them hospital passes all game, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, here's a short pass. Sorry. <laughs> short pass again. Sorry. <laughs> That'll be good in the locker room. Uh, Yeah. So there's that. It's an all-star game. Just hope some folks don't take it too, too serious because they all got to live and fight the next day. Uh, Jason, can someone get a birth certificate on a kid? Cal, the kid is huge. Agreed. He's legit. That is true. Jason Lemus, even though Blackman didn't score that goal, got to love his passion intensely. Right? So this is what? Three games in a row that he sells himself on a play, on a corner kick, on a set ball, and goes through it full tilt. Three in a row where I've actually seen him moving off the ball, and he's really, uh, let's be real, he's the target man now. He's trusted mm-hmm. as the yeah. target. So wherever he goes, you're going to watch everyone follow him around because that's the guy, which means that at one point he's going to be a decoy and throw everybody off, and that's going to be a beautiful day for all of us because it usually means the goal. So, hey, who, To me, he was a decoy mm-hmm. last game. Yes. From that free yeah. kick, he was a decoy there. He's got you to score mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. So I, you know, he's he's thinking on another level. Again, advancement of a player, not a liability, folks. Wasn't a liability in this one, that's for sure. Marvin Chavez loved Judson. Yeah, me too. I would take him on our team, right? Let it twist the rest and have him in there. Yeah, that's cool. I'm good with that. Move that in. Yeah. Uh, Jason Ariana, can we get a burst of Wait, is he saying it again? He doubled up, sir. All right, moving on. Uh, Pablo Morales. Of course, sky is not falling. This is just football, but boy, we become a middle table team so fast. More than a year hanging there already. So Pablo is on point with this. It's it's really annoying to see us playing 500, sub 500 ball now with a team that we know has the potential to be a whole lot more than that. And I think that's the anger, right, Pablo? That's the anger is we know there's more to this team than what we're getting right now. That's the anger. I feel it. You can see I'm already, I'm already there. But it is MLS. And I always bring that together because if you look at everyone's record, is there anyone stellar out there? Maybe no. one or two. No. They all have kind of even records. That's MLS to a tease. The roster restrictions prevent anybody from being really, truly efficient. They do. You're not deep enough ever, right? 
You're always on the whims of people going off to tournaments. Yeah, it's MLS being MLS. I, I always say you don't really know the league. You don't really know the teams to get to mid-August, and then we know who's real and who's not. And so now we're here. Let's see who's real. Now the results mean a little more. So, yeah, for sure. Jonathan is, oh, gosh, just hear the Animaniacs singing Expect the Unexpected, right? For the expected goals. We didn't bring up expected goals today because they were, yeah. You get mad. Al Hopkins. You get mad if you see it because, again, wasted opportunities. Al Hopkins, his head was down, didn't look just shot. Reactive. Not. Oh, yes. Uh, moving on to Jace Jonathan. I love the ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. LAFC Lex. Latif was all up in the mix throwing hands. I love Latif. If you don't love Latif and you're an LAFC fan, there's something wrong with you. It's just against the spirit of the game. You have to love a player like Latif. Flaws. We... Great. Yeah. Yeah, go for anyway, it. Anyway, we can give him a lifetime contract. The lifetime contract would be bringing his wife to the States. That's your lifetime yeah, contract. contract. So if LAFC is really serious about this, make something happen. Right? Thank you for the opening, Bam. Seriously. Get the job done. Please. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Jonathan Reimer. Bob can't shoot the ball. Or head the ball, or make a run on a dead ball, or throw the ball in because that's been a problem too this year. Uh, yeah, Bob can't do those things. Marvin Chavez, I'd understand if one or two of the best players are underperforming, but when all of them are, it starts to feel like a coach problem, especially so many of them were always consistent. Um, I think it's situational. Brian never was. Brian never was. So I can just, again, we're playing with two DPs. Let's be real. Diego Rossi's looks like head- he's got a hat. Uh-huh, go, go for it. Yeah. Say Rossi's, it. Head, yeah. Rossi's head's not in LA. Plain and simple. His no. head's not here. His head is in Europe. He's, he's, and he sees his he value wants, dropping, right? Yep. He wants to go to Europe. He knows that a bad game means loss of what he can ask for in wages. With that, he's putting more pressure on himself. More pressure, more mistakes. The guy needs to simplify. He's a good grinder, and sometimes he forgets that, I think. If he grinds a little, we're in a good place. So, yeah, I mean, he's got to – honestly, if the pandemic doesn't happen, Rossi's already off. He's gone. We make a lot of money off of him. It would have happened last year. It would have happened right after the CCL, right? That was his high point, I think. So now we're kind of in this holding okay. pattern until he goes. I can't help seeing how many attackers we have now. That has got to be soon. I feel that way, but that's just me being crazy. So, yeah. Um, and then Vela has been injured. You know, uh, there's reasons. He has been injured. He's not 100%. And he actually looks his age this season, which is hard to see. So, yeah. He's had moments. We just got to keep getting, getting more of those moments for sure. <laughs> Al Hopkins, Mark Anthony K. Well, uh, his team's getting results right now. His new team. They, they you know, they're getting shutouts. What? Yeah, they're getting shutouts. They're playing really well. I think they have the second most shutouts in the league right now, even though they don't score as much as they'd like. They're still playing well. And he fits right in with their system. Uh, it is what it is, guys. You know, we didn't we didn't appreciate in many cases we did, but he also had issues with consistency too. We can all say that. Um, and it didn't sound like he was too happy to still be here anyways. I think that was everyone being happy with the move at the end of the day. That's what Twitter kind of suggests, right, boys? Just look yeah. at his tweet. So, 
Sweet, that's enough I gotta know. Yeah. Everyone's parted ways. It's fine. Thank you for your service to the club, sir. You will always be remembered for one of our many, well, major ambassadors. Let's be real. But we all move on. It's a professional sport. Marvin says, we don't know if players are mad at him for whatever reason. Change in tactics, disrespecting players in anger. So that's the other thing. I don't know of a single player who doesn't get minutes that isn't angry. As long as I've ever played, if I'm on the bench, I'm mad. I don't want to be on the bench, right? I got something to prove. Remember how bad Dio would get, and then he'd come in and kill it at the end? You knew he was mad. He'd play like he was mad. Maybe we have more guys that need to play like they're mad. That's fine. Play like you're mad. That's good. But, yeah, I, I get it, Marvin. You know, there's times I look really frustrated. So many things can happen behind doors that can make you lose a team. <laughs> One Not thing can be said. It can throw everything off. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Fly on the wall, right? Jason Lemus, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Some players might want, want Bob just a thought. I think with the way our club operates, if that happens, they move the player quick. I don't think they'll wait it out. John's not going to put up with that. Uh, Hector Gonzalez, what will it take for the team to turn it around? Keep thinking if we win this game, we'll turn it around. And we've gotten some wins, yet we continue to have these same issues. We want to change. The purchases are the change. Bringing new faces into the game is the change. Moving players out that are apparently not happy anymore is a change. Mark wasn't happy. He said it himself. Uh, those are changes that are necessary. Now there's this an adjustment period. And we happen to be playing teams that aren't adjusting. They're actually finding themselves already, and we're kind of in this trap. You know, and We'll talk about Atlanta, how they just got a new player, and it's going to be hard for us over there. Is that something bad about us? Say something about us or something about them and changing their trajectory. Um, yeah, it's the dog days for sure, but we know the quality we have. You guys want to add anything to that, what Hector's saying? No. Enough is enough. Yeah, there it is. Like, Hector. I, I want to, mm -hmm. but it's just like I, I just got to walk away from it. It's it's a very sore subject with me just because. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. it's yeah. That's why more and more are Bob out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've been spoiled. And I'll keep saying that. We are the most. For an expansion, one of the most spoiled sides around. I mean, Atlanta, I think, is now getting the more spoiled role. Like they got a cup. But we got a shield early. The expectations from the get-go, we were the, be the game changers. And so now that we have adversity for the first time ever, ever, in a regular season where it's a full schedule, it's hard to take. It's hard to take. But every team will have its highs. Every team will have its lows. Just be thankful that as, as we're in these weird wilderness moments that we're only one game under 500 and not last place. Because our neighbors... Our ugly neighbors from the north and the south have had far worse seasons, right? Like they've had junk seasons, and they keep coming even, back. Even, they keep, yeah, go for it. Even Atlanta, after they won the cup, had a bad season. This season's been terrible up until recently. Recent, yeah. I mean, they wanted their coach that when DeBoer came in, they wanted him fired within like three games, right? Yeah, they're already yeah. revolting. Yeah, that's yeah. like I said, let's. let's well, just be... well, not, not, I was I was gonna say just just to look at Atlanta, it's like yeah. Again, I'm neither Bob in, Bob out. I always ask the questions. I trust 
our, our manager until something goes whatever. But look, if you want to take a sample of when they wanted out, Dato left, and how many players have been, how many coaches have they had until maybe recently they found one. And then going back to Bob out, just like, all right, I, as much as, of course, I don't, I, I shouldn't pay attention to whether no one has mentioned any coach besides Tata realistically that wants to come to the MLS because at the end want, of the day, that's the term wants to come to MLS. The whole thing with MLS and I, I feel like people forget. And yes, we all have European teams. We, and everything, we have a salary cap. We have, we have a salary cap. We don't have the much money. We have to a deal with the whole league, not just our club, the whole league. Are we in line to get a player? What where where where's our where what what ladder are we on? Are we the first player when the first new DP comes in? Are we allowed to talk to him first, or is there another person in front of us? Naming rights. Oh, do we have who do we have to talk to if this player's already been scouted? We have to talk to that team who has the quote unquote claim rights on stuff like that. That's another thing people forget. It's where we can't just buy players just to buy players. Again, we're not Europe. We're not, we have a structure that we have to follow. And most European play, most European coaches or stuff don't want to deal with that. You know what I mean? They rather stay in Europe. They rather do what they got to do. People who come here are A, new coaches who wanted to show something. Latin American coaches who know the system, know the area, know how to bring out players. And the other one are, if you want to bring a European player, are players that want to become coaches and see an opportunity in the Kensington Point, Thierry Henry came, was a head coach, and now is with Belgium, learning more. The minute he got a chance, he jumped, right? Exactly. So that's the whole thing, is once I understand Bob in, Bob out, I understand if you're frustrated with him and you want him out, but please give me a realistic person who would want to come to MLS. Atlanta, of course, signed the seattle assistant coach and brought him in because he's like again they're even talking about him using atlanta to get the mexico job i've yeah. literally already heard that so again we're, we're mls is being used to that there are only a certain few amount of coaches and there's no final I, destination in mls this is a this is a stepping stone exactly sure. so, you know and you even bring him up he has no experience as a head coach none He's going to be relying heavily on the assistants that are already there to get started. And he's already said that. So we don't know. We don't know. I know his name came up as a potential for ours, but again, compare Bob's experience to his experience. And there's not, it's not, you can't compare it. It's, it's, it's potential versus experience. Exactly. Exactly. And then it's like, we're a new club at the end of the day. We, I love the passion and I, and I hope it continues the whole thing. It's fine. And I love it. But again, we're still a young club. We, we don't have hundreds of years of, of this experience of what to do in certain situations. We're still learning as we go. And that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Like if we had the hundreds of years, then we can say we want him out. This is not the, the club that we run. This is not how we do it. We need him to go. We need to find someone and bring him in easily. But again, we're, we're, we're kids. We're four years old. We're, we still yeah. got to learn. <laughs> toddler side but Mm -hmm. when that played really pretty and got us to a ccl final exactly um just not that long ago so it's there it's in us for sure i know one name that was brought up was juan carlos osorio 
Mm-hmm. I'm not dogging anybody right I, I swear. But that name came up, and I had to say, from experience having him in this league, just look at his track record before. Oh, he'll be the one that salutes, solves this. First and foremost, his preferred system usually involves a 4-3-3. <laughs> How do we run? Wing back play. It's almost it's very yeah. similar to what we already do. We're not going to be a big change there. Um, so personnel would be the question, right? The other thing is the Chicago fire. You've had 18 games in charge. He had seven wins, seven draws, one tie. So 38% win rate. He did take them deep in the playoffs though. We got him back in the playoffs. So credit to him on that. New York Red Bulls on the other hand, first season went okay. After that, not so much. They, he played, he was 59 games at the helm, 14 wins, 15 losses, or it's like 15 draws, 30 losses, 23% win win rate. When he was let go, he had only two wins on the year that year. He had the worst record in the league for any coach in that period of time. It didn't end well for him in MLS. It didn't. And in most of the cases, most teams, club teams, he's been around 500. That's, That's true. The only place where he really shined was the Mexican national team, and he was amazing with them i know i i actually the way he tinkered the way he's the reason they beat germany let's be real so it's there but that was national team not club team not the doldrums of club play right Mm -hmm. so it's 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 tough to say oh we'll bring him back well we've seen him here there's nothing that suggests anything with his record that's even comparable to bob technically is a downgrade if you look at his past experience in the league so i'm not sure where that's that's the way, way you want to go. If we ever have that change, like I said, Cherndolo is probably the obvious choice or someone who's really trying to make a name for himself within the league. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. like what Atlanta just did. So at that point, you're an experiment. See what happens. And that's like, yeah. that's, a, it, it, you know, if you guys yeah, want Atlanta, for, I, I can, I can see other clubs going, hmm, we need a new head coach. This assistant at Portland, this assistant at New York city, this assistant at Cincinnati are great. Let's give them a crack. This is a huge yeah. experiment for the league with Atlanta. You know, and you look at our team, right? Uh, Vancouver poached our assistant, right? And he's still trying to figure things out in, in Vancouver. No. So, yeah, and like the, yeah. the other person, um, what's his name? I, don't know, I, wanted, I was going to say Tata, but uh, uh, Tigres is ex-coach, or now uh, Juarez is ex-coach. He, he, he showed interest in coming to MLS, but Again, money talks. We went to Juarez. Yeah, and dude, I mean Juarez has got money. Like there's that's some of those oh, no, future yeah. big teams. Yeah, yeah, I would go there too. There's so much promise with Juarez. Be real, right? The money's there. Um, that that team is. There's a trajectory for that side. Uh, in Mexico, I mean, really, let's talk about hiring and firing coaches there. I mean, if you're three bad, you're out. I mean, it's yeah, very exactly. quick. It's but they play a short season, so you can't afford to go on. A, a run like we're doing it's just a different 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 beast that you have to yeah. slay there so exactly. so if we i mean we, Mexico, you know yeah 100 like i see bob out because it's like playoffs comes up and then we go new season starts blah blah, blah. but we play a full season and again yeah. we don't play where supporter shield is the bait and all be all like i said we play yeah. playoffs so we right now are Let's let's have our bad month now. Let's have our bad run now. Let's go <laughs> experiment, into, right? Exactly. Let's go roster. Yeah. Let's go into September, and and like go on the run and go into October, go in a run, and then go into playoffs like really hot and stuff like that. 
And the only thing I'll say on, on Bob again is he has three games to figure it out, and then he has one more game. After that game, if you if if it's still going the same way, then I'll I'll have the conversations of what should we do, what needs to be done. Maybe he does need to to go and have the assistants run it, and maybe that is the change that we do need. But again, he has three, and then the rival game. And if we're coming, and the rival game doesn't go the way it goes, I don't see him staying. So we'll see what happens, guys, for sure. I think, Bob, I think we've kind of drawn out the Bob in this yep. moment. So we're going to keep going here. Um, Marvin, we'll go into positivity. See quality in Arango. Arango. Sorry about that. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> excited to see him play versus Atlanta. Whoa. Went Nebraska level right there. Um, Jason Ariano says, believe there the Heat should be happy. Atlanta. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, in the, they're in a dome. You're in a dome. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a few. Lex, really hope Orango doesn't rely on Vela like everyone else. I don't think he will. Uh, he needs to be selfish and understand he's important piece. Die. This guy's different. Yeah, for sure. Pablo Morales, I agree. At this point, only hope is Orango starts scoring and doors open wide. Bob is not leaving, but to be honest, Bob can't shoot the ball. Doesn't work for me anymore. I get the frustration. That's why you buy players. If if Martinez isn't playing for Atlanta, do they have a cup? No. How much how much did you guys know about Joseph Martinez before he went to Atlanta? Promising player, but not that. Okay. Yeah. We have Arango now. Could he be that guy? Right? If he can carry and start popping goals right before the playoffs. Yeah, then then we don't have the conversation anymore, don't we? Do we? We're relying on the guy to kick a ball. Uh, Ibiaga needs to be starting with Mar with Mario though. Doesn't fall play fullback as well. Falls versatile. It looks like he's being he's definitely being groomed for the center. Excited about Falls futures. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Jason Lemus. The club has world class talent. Too good to be in this situation. Would you guys starting Romero or time to start seeing Cisniega? I like this debate. Honestly, at this stage, I think Romero needs a rest. I'm finally there. Sis needs some minutes. I'm okay with having it this week be that. That's mm -hmm. fine. That's perfectly fine. Pablo Morales. Hey, Pablo says, Marvin, you are right. Fall as well as one of a few good things right now. Exactly. I think we're all happy with that. So cool comments. See if I have any others to throw. Then we're going to move on. Um, Marvin, nothing else to lose, right? I mean, this is where we're at. Yeah. All right. I guess All I right, agree. so I think at this point we're gonna move things. it. All right, we're gonna move it on forward and get into the news. Um, club news obviously is the new signings, and I think we've discussed them pretty heavily. Uh, <laughs> All star stuff going on, all that other fun stuff. Um, All star break, getting the votes out, making that happen—that's fine. Can't lose the picture though, right? Games coming up quick, two hard games ahead of time, so. That's where the club is at. I don't see new faces coming in, obviously, because the window's closed, but faces could leave. Rossi could move still. We'll see what happens there. Uh, in terms of league news, everybody's back from all the tournaments, so teams are getting back to full strength again. Yeah, things are going to get a little tougher every game we play now. Teams take it more serious. You're seeing some shock results, but I think that's just because every all the growing pains of, of having guys leave for tournaments. So things should stabilize. The usual suspects will start rising up again. 
yeah, it ain't an easy league. It's even. So there's that. Uh, that being said, of course, we have one other brother we're going to have jump on with us for a few here. So let me welcome on Jason Ariano. Welcome back, sir. How are you but, doing tonight? Uh, I'm very happy to be back. It's been a while. I've been working. <laughs> uh, no, one night I was little, I didn't work. I was actually with our brother, Jonathan, uh, at Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium. So thank you again, Jonathan, for taking me to the Dodger game. Wonderful seats. We had a great time together. Uh, again, the pod fam, we really are fam. And uh, it was cool hanging out with Jonathan. And Jonathan was on the show recently, too. So we love you, Jonathan. You guys do a great job, and uh, whenever you want to come on again, you're more than welcome. And whenever you want any of us on, I'll come back. If you guys want me back, I'll come back. So, <clears throat> Tony needs minutes. Tony needs minutes. I'm just gonna keep saying that. <laughs> Tony needs minutes. He needs minutes on the shoulder to shoulder. I'm telling you, we must season this man, right? Just like our players. Tony needs seasoning. Send him shoulder uh, to shoulder. Yeah, I think Look he's the only one. Out of, is he the only one out of the four of us who hasn't been on shoulder to shoulder? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm just a baby. I came, I came. I'll be. I'll be real with everybody. I came season two, and my first game was the Pride game. And like, take the I penny off, tighten up the boots. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm like I said, <laughs> I don't mind. But like I said, like I have passion for this team. I've I've been following them since. I I w- quick story. Been here. I I went to Galaxy games since when it started because of uh, club, ASO, all that stuff. Galaxy never been. Only went for the players. So Luis Hernandez, cool. Campos, cool. You know what I mean? Fun. But this is the first team I've actually wanted to root for. So we'll get that out of the way. It's love. Pure love, people. There it is. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Jason, I know you've been in the wilderness for a while. So we brought you in, of course, for the community updates and, of course, the Vinyl Club Minute. So we're going to start with the community updates. Obviously, we have crazy people traveling (laughs) <laughs> Beautiful people traveling, a 3252 doing what they got to do, going to Atlanta, yeah. willing the team across the line by taking over that monstrosity of a stadium. So people are all over the place. Uh, that we know. But there's still things happening here for yes. all of us that couldn't get the good airfares. Uh, we're here. So please, sir, tell us about some important things happening around the community right now. All right. First, I'll share some good community uh, events that are going on. Uh, there will be a soccer equipment and, and uh, food drive going on with the 3252. It's for Global Diplomatic, which is a nonprofit organization that does a social work here in California. It does uh, Ecuador, Mexico, Central America. Uh, so that's going to be this Saturday uh, uh, from 6 to 9 uh, on the 14th. It's going to be at Lab 5 in Poikoma. Uh, the address there is 9740 Telefair Avenue in Poikoma. So uh, all the 3252, it's not just for Bitcoin, one yeah. particular support Bitcoin. group. It's a whole 3252. So I know uh, Empire Boys has been doing it on our Slack page, promoting it, and all the other supporter groups are going to be there. So check that out. And then uh, our good friend Jonathan. Speaking of Jonathan, I just saw the, a YouTube comment. Uh, Tony, Jonathan said, the door's open for you. So... They want you on. So there it is. So, but Jonathan texted me uh, <laughs> today. He, he texted me this after uh, this afternoon and let me know uh, on August 14th, D9U will be having a crawfish irrigation, irrigation event at 9 a.m. It said, uh, you will be knee deep in water. Be sure to wear sturdy shoes, no flip flops, and bring a change of clothes. So, uh, yeah, that sounds. I've done this before. It's yeah, not so. easy, but it's important. So, guys, like if you can, you can. 
Okay. Um, I will, I will blink again, 3252 in the global diplomatic, uh, this stuff, the donations are for, for an orphanage, um, in, in Tijuana. There's a lot of people in need and this is a critically important case. If you do make the donations, definitely you can play at lab five. Um, go support, do whatever you can. They need it. They need it. The list is out there. If you're within the supporter groups, your supporter groups leaders have already been sharing this amongst their members on what needs to be donated. So check your tech, check your socials for sure. Posters are out there as they're out there as well to see what is needed, but definitely go make a donation. I think they're heading out pretty, pretty early next week uh, to do this. So this is the weekend to get the collection and get it delivered for sure. For sure. Um, back to you, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, those are the events, and we have watch parties going on this Saturday, uh, the Sunday, for the game against Atlanta. I know I've heard there's a good amount of uh, supporters in Atlanta right now. I know yeah. uh, there's a group out there right now. They had their flu, their flight left this afternoon, so you know they're there this afternoon. I know uh, a couple of the Empire Boys are going to the Atlanta Braves game tomorrow, but uh, so some of the watch parties will be smaller. In fact, I know. Uh, Black Army is not even having one because I was told by Joseph they got 30 members out there. More than that. It's, so, it's more insane. Than they made, this <laughs> is right. the big trip. Shout out. It's nuts. Way to go. Yeah. Wow. All right. Black Army, you guys are the Atlanta crew, man. Uh, but I know uh, there's other support. I know Empire Boys. I think we got like 14 or 15. I'm not positive on that. Uh, but our uh, Empire Boys watch party will be at Rowdy's in Rancho Cucamonga. Great place to watch a game. They got good beer, great TV, cool guys that work there. Uh, the Luckies. I think we know where they're going to be at. Lucky Baldwin's. I don't even have to ask them. That's we know That's where the luckies are going to be. Same thing with the Tigers. The Tigers seem to be at the same place all the time. Uh, the Beer Garden in Koreatown. Thank you, Tigers, for uh, getting back to replying to me about that. Uh, D Nine U is going to be having two watch parties because they also have an Inland Empire division. Their first one, D Nine U, is going to do be doing a, a joint party with Pride Republic at the Art Bar in Long Beach. I'm all for joint parties i love joint parties so if you can go to a joint party check those out because those are like crazy and they're a lot of fun and you, what's cool you get me other supporters too i think that's what i enjoy about it and then d9u will also have a one in the inland empire uh, they're meeting at elson i cannot pronounce that word Sinaloa in fontana oh so they sinaloense Sinalo, yes. yes there we go sinaloense yes, yes my Half Mexican, but I was never taught Spanish. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, they're going to be in Fontana. Check them out. Uh, where, wherever you're close to, check them out. Uh, there, there should be other watch parties coming up. Cuevos will probably be having one. Uh, the crew always have a, a cool watch party. Pomona Casuals. Uh, I've gotten to know some of those guys. They're really cool. They're usually somewhere in downtown Pomona. If you just go to downtown Pomona and walk around, you'll hear them and you'll hear the drums and stuff. So, <laughs> yep. so check out. Uh, just go down to downtown Pomona. You'll they're right down that cool art district and uh they're cool guys and it, uh, one of the guys makes really cool shirts uh check yeah they usually have their shirts on sale too so you can go to a watch party for sure check it out so uh, i unfortunately have to work so uh so i won't be able to make it to a watch no it's sunday sunday i have my daughter sunday is my daughter day so i will not i mean let go of anything for my daughters i'll say this if you really want to get into the culture the supporter culture. The best place to kind of get supporter light is at the viewing parties and to actually meet people by name. Stadiums chaos. It's really hard to meet people because we're focused on the match. 
the viewing party is in their hand. Yes, we go crazy from whistle to whistle, but there's great chances to discuss things, learn about each group, really get the vibe. So definitely, if you were thinking about getting into the culture, watch parties are probably your greatest introduction. Bam. Right? Right, sir? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Watch yeah. parties are fun. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always good. Always fun. And they keep just, yeah, new options. That's for sure. So, and yeah, go out there, guys. With, mm -hmm. with watch parties as well, majority of the time, they're doing raffles, raising money for certain things as well. So Exactly. Exactly. Donating collections. There's probably mm -hmm. collections related to these as well. So definitely go out there. Go out there and support yeah. it. And for all you guys that made the trip, I love you guys. Keep it up. That is our culture. We are a traveling uh, group of crazies. We're the best in the league at doing this. Keep it up. You're keeping the rep reputation up. I can't wait to join you as the season progresses. Man, I wanted to go to this one so bad, but it didn't happen. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get a future one for sure, for sure. I guess that means I have to go to a playoff game. Confidence, people. Confidence. Oh, yeah. uh, moving on, we have the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. And Jason, he hasn't been able to do this in a long time. Yeah. He's introduce. Go, brother. I haven't done it in a while. Uh, I've been, like I guess I've been gone for a while. In fact, one week I was up in the Bay Area visiting my sister, my first time to the Bay Area. Bay Area is awesome. I will say mm -hmm. San Francisco is my new favorite city. I still love my LA sports teams, but San Francisco is awesome. Oakland is amazing. I got to go to Gilman Street. So being that I went to Gilman Street, went to Oakland, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. It's that Op Ivy, Operation Ivy. Uh, I got the vinyl. This is um, They only made one album, and they're one of the most influential bands of all time, punk bands of all time. They played Gilman Street many times. If you don't know Gilman Street, Gilman Street is like – the holy cathedral of punk rock in the bay area uh my sister didn't really know what it was and when i told her hey how close are we we were like a mile and a half and i was like i'm going so it was awesome experience just to like see the building and take a picture in front of it but again Op operation ivy uh if you've ever heard of rancid uh one of the guys from rancid tim armstrong he's he's in the band also one of the guys from circle jerks is in the band so it's like an all-star band and they they made one amazing album and yeah so check out operation ivy i think uh if you've never heard of them check them out if you do know them you know how great they are so i had to throw punk yeah, that's back a good introduction right? they're kind of they're like a punk yeah. ska band like you know they got some trumpets in there but great band nice love me that stuff that's for sure good choice sir good play all right so that means oh yes we're transitioning back to football Thank you, Jason. Always, always, sir. We're going to let you jump back into the comments because honestly, dude, you're, you're like the, the, the master of ceremonies. Among the <laughs> it's pretty fun watching what you're doing. We're sitting there like, dude, there he goes again. So we're going to have you jump back in there, man. Thank you for coming on again. We will see no you problem. very soon on here. Uh, get to it, my man. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. You guys have a good night. <laughs> Boom. So he's back into the mix with all you guys with the comments, all good things. <laughs> so we're going to get into the football side of things again. Uh, San Jose. Yeah, it was rough. We get a chance to redeem ourselves on the road in front of 80,000 people in Atlanta in the middle of a vector. I know it's weird, but we're doing it. So here we go. Uh, Atlanta's had a rough, crazy season so far. Uh, stories of coaches holding back water, like just really <laughs> ugly stuff. <laughs> Joseph Martinez being sent to the wilderness and having to train by himself by said crazy coach that they finally got rid of. And so once he was gone, 
I get I, Gabriel whatever's. He's not even worth saying his last name anymore. Um, once they got an interim in, brought Joseph back, they're a different team. Uh, so whatever you saw in the first part of the season, that wasn't really Atlanta. I'll be real. That was a lost locker room without a doubt. That's what it looks like to have a lost locker room. Uh, now they're back. Now it's looking different. So that's is where they're at. So, Tony, what is their current record? How would you explain the season so far? <sighs> So, if you want someone out, this is the record that you want to be. You call somebody out. They are three, nine, and six right now. They're currently in tenth after their last game, which they they won. But that's the record where I literally say, "Burn the ship, mm-hmm. get a new crew, do whatever you need to do to right the ship." So again. They've been going through so many coaches trying to find the right one since they're talking about spoiled. They're spoiled season with a cup, a uh, the USA Cup, uh, the US Cup, sorry. And yeah, so Joseph Martinez doing what he did, Tata exactly. doing what he did. It was yeah. the perfect season. Yes. So it's, it out. yeah. So right now they're not Atlanta. Oh, they're Atlanta now, but they weren't Atlanta for the first like half of the season. So. Not doing too well. They won their last game, and Bam can put put more into that in, in a second. Yeah, and so that's their season so far. It's been rough. So honestly, don't look at them except for the last two matches. I keep saying just the last two is really what you, that's real Atlanta. So here we go. How did they do last match, Bam? Last match they were running their three four three. So they they line up that they're running the last couple of matches. Um. Was a three-two win away to a Columbus. Columbus at home are a difficult team. They were able to come away with a three-two win. Uh, the the goals were thankful to a Barco goal in the fifth minute, a Barco penalty in the thirty-fifth minute, and then another penalty in the sixty-fifth minute. With Barco still in the field, would you give him a hat trick? Of course you would, but no, not Atlanta. They said Mourinho up there to score the goal instead. So for Barco, I feel sorry for you, mate. I would definitely want to take that second penalty. Uh, the goals for Columbus were... Um, oh, where were my notes for that? <laughs> 37th minute, Messer scores for Columbus. And then they had a penalty in the 91st minute of the game. The other big thing for that game, in the 83rd minute, former LFC player, BWP, gets something for Columbus. The stats, Atlanta had possession 53 to 47. Shots were 17 to 11 with seven on goal for Atlanta. Their passing accuracy was 84%. Uh, both teams had 12 crosses. There were 12 fouls each, one yellow for Columbus, two yellows for Atlanta. No one in trouble there for yellow cards, so don't need to worry about that. Um, they had three subs. Torres, Lopez, and Campbell all came on for Conway in the 63rd. Rosito in the 87th and Reno in the 95th minute. And that was from the last game. Yeah, so a little chaotic, but they got a result against a Columbus side that usually doesn't let teams score on them that much, and they were causing chaos for them. So yeah, were they, they lucky in the match? Tony, would you say Atlanta was lucky in that match? Oh, 100%. There was, like, honestly, there's a goal disallowed from, like, the same thing, offsides, and you look at the play, was it really offsides? It, 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 it was just a very, like, 
when you want to think like when oh a referee is playing stuff like that, like yeah. But it, it they they stole one out of Columbus. They it, it could have been three three, but honestly, Atlanta needed it. Maybe we want didn't want them to need it, but maybe we can use their that momentum they have and use it against them for us. Exactly. So you know they win ugly. Winning ugly is good. You're just winning. So they did what they had to do. They move on. They're pragmatic in their approach. Uh, interesting news. I think all of us were previewing for, for what's going to happen with their interim coach. This is the system. This is what the, yeah, right. We've, they figured it out. It's going to be fine. And I think some of them were thinking maybe he was just going to get the interim tag kicked off. We're good. It did not happen. So midweek, uh, Gonzalo Pineda was, was announced the assistant from Seattle student of the game under probably the best manager in the league right now. Right. He comes in. Uh, but I will say this: the first thing he says, apparently he had he had a COVID protocol concerns, so he can't really do anything yet. Um, so he won't be really be able to function with the team in person until Thursday, where he really takes the helm. So that means their next two matches, he will not be there. It'll still be the assistant running the show. But comments said was that that he actually liked the system that the current assistant is using, and he's on the right track already. So. Don't expect a big change, except for one new name coming into the building, which we're not even sure he's going to be available for us. The goal is he will. Who would that be, Bam? Uh, I don't have that on my notes. <laughs> Luis. <laughs> I threw it up there, but it's Luis Araujo. Uh, yeah. Big new signing for them. Definitely a guy that's going to be a finisher. A new star. A new star. That's what they're getting. A young new star. He's racing us the clock for paperwork to be right so he could actually play for them. They're hoping to have him in time for us. I'm not going to hold my breath, though. Sounds like it might be too, too close. Um, and if he does, it might be limited playtime, but he will be a full-on starter when he does finally get to start for them. Yeah, it, we might be dodging a bullet. If he doesn't play, we're dodging a major bullet. If he is playing, then we have some things to worry about. That's how good he is. We'll see what happens there. So that being said... I was about ready to throw my papers in the air because I told you guys, man, I did homework on this one. Ugh. They're changing. It. They're not changing anything. It's fine. No. It'll be the same thing. So that being said, yes, they expect the three five two, pretty much is what we're gonna see. I know they line it up different, but when you look at the heat maps and where the motion is on the field, it's it's really a three five two, yeah. two drop back. It, it's really fascinating. What are we going to expect? Um, looking in here, I'm losing my own documents, guys. That was awesome. So, uh, goalkeeper, of course, is you know who goes on, right? There's no shock right there. Left back, probably uh, Walkus, uh, center back, Franco, right back would be Miles My- Robinson, which you all know what Miles Robinson does from back there. Definitely likes to go on forays up front, uh, get into it, get a boot in, get a pass in. So he's definitely a threat, even in the three man system. Same as Walkus. He actually, I think assisted in the last, <laughs> last game too. I think he did. Um, they they're distributing well with those three in the back in the midfield is going to be really interesting because there's some movement. Technically, they played in the last game with only one really central defensive mid, which was Sosa. He dropped back. Barco and Mateus Rosetto, uh, they were more attacking mids in this game. So they were more front, you could say. And then their right and left mid. Yeah, your left mid was, was Bello. Your right wing was Hernandez. 
that's how they set up. Up top was Marcelino uh, Moreno. Uh, Joseph Martinez will be there. He wasn't available for this last match. So that was also an interesting thing to get a win without him available. He will be for this one. And then you have Conway would be your, your sub that would come in for one of those two that would not be available, right? So Conway's on the bench for this one. That's very obvious. It'll be it'll be Moreno and Martinez as far as we know. The question is, the big question is Luis Araujo, if he's going to play. And everything that I've heard from the Atlanta faithful is that if he does make it in, you're probably going to see a switch to a 4-3-3 is what will happen if he's in there and he gets into that mix to have your three forwards. Man, it's going to be a deadly, especially with Barco now playing well, as he yeah, was, yeah. you know, he had to kind of work into it, but he's found himself. He's really good right now. It's going to be really interesting. I don't think it, with Araujo, you're going to get any major minutes from him. Let's be real. Uh, so expect more of the three, five, two. It's a dynamic three, five, two. It's a pressing like setup that they have. It's not going to sit back against us. It will come at us. And so we have to be ready for early pressure. Again, if you guys fall out of the gate again, we're dead. It's going to be yeah. a couple goals in. And they and they will do an SKC to us if we're not ready for them. It will be a blowout. Okay? The record is not them. That is not them. This is a team that's finally found themselves. They've got to jump in their step with a new coach coming in, which tells me that every guy is going to be playing for their job now. Right. It's different pressure that they're dealing with, but a good kind of pressure because there's promise. We're dealing with the team on an upward trajectory. So that would be where I'm at. Now, Bam, do they have anybody out from this match that could affect them? Um, well, they've had a few injuries from this season. So they've still got, um, well, Emerson Hindman, he's out for the season. Uh, mm-hmm. You had Franco Ibrara, who's out till mid August. So I don't see him starting coming back for this game. You've got Jake Maloney, who's out till late August, so he won't be back for this game. Mohamed Adams is out to mid-September, so he won't be back. The only question if he'll be back in the on the bench or not is um, Brooks Leonard. He was, he was doubtful last right. game, didn't end up playing, but he could be back for this game. Do you think he's going to get it? Do you think he's really he, ready for it? He, he might be, but he'll be on the bench anyway. Yeah, and with him, I mean, he'd be right back. He could be right mid. He could be right wing. He gives him options for sure if he plays. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a bench player for this one too. He's got to work his way back. Yeah. Yeah. If he comes on, it'll be a halftime sub, if anything. Same with Araujo if he actually shows. So, honestly, I'm a little worried. I'll be straight up, guys. I am worried about this match because it's just so much good things for them are happening right so much promise within their lineup i just we're gonna deal with a team that's kind of on a high because things are looking up it's gonna be hard with the energy of that stadium being eighty thousand, right and they're pretty much gonna be filling that thing up and then the intensity of having our own 3252 in the building for once going crazy we've had them before but this is a big group yeah this is gonna get interesting the noise level is gonna be nuts you're not gonna hear yeah. much if you're down on that field it's going to be very, very intense. They're going to come out as hard. We cannot give them anything in this game. It's going to be tough. Uh, prediction for us, of course, is who do we think is going to earn their role? And that, to me, is the true story. We know what Atlanta has. They're going to be good. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a challenge no matter who we put on the field. But it's who's earned it and what are we going to go forward with? And that's that's where I bring you guys in. So 
predicting it. Do you think it's the four three three, or do you think we're going to go wing back madness again, Tony? What's your take? Um, I think we'll go four four three three. I I I I do see that just to get our our defense in the right line, especially with everyone. Just to get everyone, I guess, immaculated back to like what they're comfortable with. You know what I mean? The wing back system does work really well, but at the moment, I think. It's it's gone its course with Arango here, uh, Arango. Sorry, with Arango here, he's going to put that in, and he, well, again, I see him starting, and maybe we'll see what we should have saw last week. Again, we don't know what happened there, but we'll probably see Vela, uh, Chicho, and Rossi up at front. Can't wait for that. I really can't wait for that. I think that's going to be with their three man backline against those dudes. Oh yeah. They're going to be just see, yeah potential mismatch right mm-hmm. for sure for sure especially since they like to like wander a bit their backline and Guzan tends to have moments in the games where he's kind of fifty fifty within stuff and you're jumping balls in and putting weighted passes like Arango can do I'm feeling pretty good about that front line for sure backline's the story uh, Bam what do you think four three three or they're going to do the five three two wing back with three center backs no I think four three threes at is what we're going to do now. We've got the the final piece up front now with Yorongo. So to me, it's a four three three. I I hope we start four. I hope we start four. He's earned it. <laughs> I, I I like it. Um, I'm going to be in the same camp with you guys, even though I'm I'm still like uh, I like three center backs because they drive me nuts otherwise. Um, but. To be honest, Bob prefers a 4-3-3. We've just bought players for that. Everything that we've been doing right now has been to build back to that. There is no question. It's going to be the 4-3-3. That's what they want to play. And you now have weapons there. So the front three, I'm going to predict that, yeah, it's going to be Rosi Vela and the new boy. I think that it has to be. You paid for it. Uh, Rodriguez has not played a starting role at this point. Not He hasn't earned it. So unseat the man. Let the stars get to work. You have the last two leading scorers in the league. Get them to work um, with a guy that could potentially be the next one at one point in his career. Command scores in bunches. It's fine. Let's do this. So that's good. Midfield becomes another story, and that's where I'm going to ask you guys, what are we going to do with this thing? It's a three-man. It's not with the three center backs behind them, right? So who gets to start? That's going to be the hardest one. Bam, where do you go on your midfield? My midfield... My three midfield. <laughs> Blessing. Seafood. Okay. Janella. Twesta gets a rest? Or Twesta gets a rest. In Hotlanta. Twesta gets a rest. He's needed it. That's true. He's needed it. We uh, need him Tony. primed oh, and ready for Carson. We need him primed and ready for Carson. Hmm. Okay, so there it is. So you want him to get angry by sitting out one, so when he comes back, it's, I got something to prove? Is that is yep. that the thought? Yeah. Okay. Bubble wrap the man. We need him for Carson. Got you. Uh, Tony, where do you see the midfield looking? What, what What's your prediction for the mid? Everything Bam said except Janela. I don't He hasn't. He, I love the dude. He, it could be, like, just he's not performing to what he should be at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I, I, do I want to give Atuesto a rest? 100% he deserves it. He needs it. But uh, Janela is not showing his worth at the moment. And it's 
I say he's a as a, at the moment like a defensive like defensive holding midfielder, which is fine in the later rounds of the match when we need to. But in the beginning, we just need to come out out the gates hot, and Atuesta is going to be that. There it is. Um, my take on the mid prediction versus what I might want to see in this moment. I, I think it's Sifu, Atuesta, and Blessing. It's always predictable with Bob. It really is. You kind of know beforehand. It's it's okay. I think we were off by one guy last time. I, uh, and it was a shocker, right? But I honestly, I just think he's going to stick with that, even though, honestly, honestly, in a 4-3-3, I just bet Blessing is better, I feel, as a super sub in that system. Part of me feels like the one guy that has been putting work, and I think he might be someone we might see maybe could be a Duke could get minutes in this match. I can see that. Okay. Um, I because I, if you've seen what he's done in Vegas, he's he's been showing the composure. I, I re, and even with us, there's been some promise. And people, oh man, at the final, yeah, but he's not been a liability when he's been out there. That's for certain. So maybe something can happen there. But my prediction is the three we're used to is what we're gonna see. No, I you know. No surprises there. Backline is where it's like, oh my word. I don't know where we're going with this thing. So, Tony, start this one off. Who do you think starting back there? I'll give Fall. I'll give Moon. Depending on what his conditioning is and where he fits. And again, we have it's Bob. Bob will start you or won't start you, depending on what he sees in practice. E, I'm gonna again butcher his name, Ibahe or whatever. Um, and uh, I need one more. It's like, uh, oh, Morelio, of course. It's only, yeah. only four. So, uh, bam, your take, sir. Um, my back line would be Moon One, Four, um, Black Moon. I don't see Morelio starting. It was because it's Atlanta's a synthetic pitch, right? Oh, yeah. I yeah. About that. Yeah. yeah. So with the hamstring on that, I I reckon the new defender will start. So where does Fall go? Outside? Yeah. Put Fall outside. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay. What you'd like versus reality. I honestly, yeah. <laughs> it drives me nuts, but I think we already know what we're <laughs> going to see out there and it's going to make me mad because it's like, come on, they didn't earn it. But um, I think Bob's just going to do what he does. Kim Moon Juan, Blackman, Murillo, Cifuente, or uh, Palacios. Oh, and we're all going to be like, dude, really? Did they really earn that? And that's what he's going to do. And then it was all mad again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to all kill me, but I, I just think Palacios earned a seat. For this week, and I would just put Farfan back there to keep control, like because yeah. he will do that. Keep it simple on the turf, and then maybe have Plastics go crazy in the second half. Like, do that, settle things. Just get me out of the first twenty minutes, please, people. That's all I'm asking for is twenty good minutes, and then we'll take over. Um, what I would like to see is maybe Morillo sit and stay out because of the injury situation, have fall in the middle working with Blackman. I think they worked well together already, and I think they could handle this. I think they'd be okay. And then Kim Moon-Hwan is Kim Moon-Hwan. There's He's an enigma back there. Yes, there's times he drives us crazy because he doesn't come back as much as we like. But your other option is throwing Blackman out onto the right, people, and you're not going to do that. So 
Kim Won-hwan starts out of the default, you could say. Um, and he gets that. So that's where my head is at. What I think is going to happen is typical. What I would like to see happen is is accountability on the left side. So that's my take. Um, what do you guys think on that end? Would it make sense? Would it be plausible? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. To, to um, me, because we're going to a synthetic pitch, Steve Marillo in LA. Keep him safe. Leave they won't. <laughs> He'd be mad. He'd, He'd be, be mad. mad. Yeah, I think he wants to play, guys. I think he's 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 a competitor. He's gonna want. He's he's one of those guys that get mad if he doesn't play. I, I think that's a guarantee. If he's healthy, he's got. He's out there. I just think that's why his vibe's gonna be for sure. We need him Last yellow. thing is goalkeeper. What's up? I said we need him in yellow. He's on. He's he needs one more yellow, and he's 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 got the accommodation. So we need him to get a yellow. So as much it's like it's one of those things. It's like yes, it's a synthetic pinch, but it's like we need him to be him and get a yellow, so we can be safe for uh, the the game for the Carson game. Well, you don't want him to get a card, right? No, I want him to get a card. Because if yeah, he gets it now, because if he gets it now, he'll miss the next game, and we don't have to worry about Carson. Oh, he, he needs okay, one yeah. more. He needs one more, and then he's he accumulated enough yellows to have to be sit down the game. So we need him. To one more, one more freaking reason he's going to start this game. There <laughs> yeah. it is. Sorry, Mister Fall. Uh, dang, <laughs> here we go again. Forty-six minute from Mario. There it is. There <laughs> it is. That makes sense. All right, that's fine. Now, goalkeeper is the final story. Is it Sis? Is it Romero? Where do you guys go? Bam. What's your take? Sis. 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 Okay. Tony? Sis. Agreed. Sis. I think this is Sis's chance to play. 100%. I, 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 I know where Romero's at. I know how he's trusted by Bob, but Sis needs minutes, and this would be a great one to just get one out. And uh, honestly, Romero's been getting his butt kicked not not all his fault but uh, he's getting pummeled right now so that's okay we need him fresh for Carson anyway because he will start against Carson right no questions asked on that one Uh, any other thoughts guys before we jump into the into the gallery Um, this game's going to suck it's a a. 6am kickoff for me so I'm going to wake up Monday morning 6am when I'm in lockdown that just doesn't happen I like my sleep ins but I'll be getting up for 6am for this game but it's a Monday, though. I'm in lockdown. Yeah. I don't work at the moment. <laughs> just to keep you safe. Yeah, you'll survive. You'll yeah, survive. A, but just just to keep you in, like, check that like, you are working. Keep you on a Monday, you know? Well, See, Dan, you have to realize, like, if we watch EPL or Bundesliga games, 4 and 6 a.m. are pretty common times to watch those yeah, games. E- so, e- yeah. EPL for me is early games at 9.30. Normal games are at 2 a.m. See? Easier. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can sacrifice there it is. one game. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Let's go to Hooligan Ox comment. Hooligan says, do we see comeback coming? We've seen Seattle be in a slump for almost all season until it comes to playing for a spot to be in the playoffs. We see them actually win the cup. Yeah, I kind of do if we're healthy. If we're healthy. If we're healthy. Hooligan uh, Ox, can our guys pull it off? We have the talent. We have the raw talent. That's for sure. Uh, LAFC Lex. And if 29 Vela, 2020 Rosa, 2021 Arango are on the field, 
we will destroy anyway. That's what I'm saying. Arango's going to find himself in these next few matches. He might really find himself against Carson. And if those three are still on the side working together, I can't complain. Like, he's the guy we wanted. He's the guy we wanted. You know, we wanted Brian to do what he's doing. We didn't get it. Now I got a new guy to do the job. Al Hopkins, he disappeared in CCL. Hasn't been the same since getting COVID. Rosie, that is. That was a late one oh, from okay. him, Rosie. Okay. I think it's just because he thought he was getting sold last year. That's how it's psychologically hard. Just is. Uh, Jason Ox is in the building. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Let's see. Uh, oh, man, it jumped us down way down the line here. We're <laughs> missing out on some things. Uh, wow. It's way out. Marvin says Cisniega starts 100%. There we go. Uh, Jonathan, thank you, Jason. Love you, brother. Let's do it again. Pod fam forever. Tony is coming on soon. Told you getting minutes, dude. You might get minutes more. You might get minutes before Sniega is getting minutes, my friend. We'll see what happens there. Hooligan, Tony can be on as long as he's not wearing the mustard jersey. Yeah, I'm not even going to comment on that. It's like wearing the wrong kit in the North End. We just don't do these things. Uh, just messing with Tony now. Oh, uh, Jason. Got ah, got him. Got him. Uh, Jonathan, I'm always down for another Dodger game. Oh, talking Dodgers. Hey. Uh, Holy Ox. I am worried, too. I am worried. Uh, blessing over Janela, for sure. I think we all agree on that. That's for certain. Marvin says Cisniego Romero. So I think we have consensus on this from the audience as well. Yep. Carlos C got here late. Yes, you did. Uh, Marvin Chavez, late. hope this you're never too late. Hope to see Ibiaga play, maybe start with Murillo. It's hard because honestly, with even with New York City FC, when he did get a lot of minutes, he was more of a support center back. He wasn't the guy leading the show. He was led, you could say. So it's kind of like how, how Segura leads everybody back there. Ibiaga got led by another defender who was more of a leadership type. So it's really interesting to see how he's going to incorporate into this. He can also play wide. He can. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Agreed. Marvin blessing should start. Janela hasn't shown much. He's good at holding games. That's, that's his strength. Uh, got here late to see Tony wearing some hated colors. Did you get no love on the shirt? Hideous shirt. Indeed. Carlos, maybe you need one with the Coca-Cola on it. I don't know. Uh, Marvin Chavez, 5-3-2, Cisnega, Moon, Blackman, Mario, Ibiaga, Palacios, Blessing, Sifu, Atuesta, Vela, Arango, Rossi. Wait. I don't go add to, well. Go, go uh, to the next comment. Go to the next comment with him. Yeah, I'm like, wait, I'm confused on that one. Okay. Let's not no, forget, yes. still have to face Vancouver before they got get to Carson. Yeah, I know, me too. I'm, I'm moving past Vancouver, and I shouldn't do that. I did, I'm Vancouver, guilty of the no same. No one cares I'm, about them. <laughs> It's the, yeah, it's the no one cares about, which is always a trap for us. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'll be Debbie Downer. Right? I was like, you have an extra player, Marvin. <laughs> I, you confused me. That hurt. Yes. <laughs> we need 5-3-3 these days. I agree. Okay, if Bob can pull that off, he's the coach of the year. Uh, <laughs> man, Tony, get the trash talk for the jersey. Dude, I'm telling you, it's like wearing other colors in the North End, man. You're just you're asking for it. And, uh, I should wear uh, I should wear St. Pauli if we we're gonna get club jerseys, man. They gotta play <laughs> HSV like tomorrow. 
So, yeah. Um, I know I'm hated for this, but I still don't trust Moon on defense in 4-3-3. I take Blackman at right back. Let Maria Ibiaga fall, fight for the center back. Blackman needs to give Moon defensive competition. In a way, yeah. I mean, I think his assignment has to change. It does. It can't be as aggressive in a 4-3-3. I agree, and he's still been aggressive. Bob's going to Bob. Yep. Bob, Bob, say- Bob. I was like, Marvin, you're not mm-hmm. going to be hated for your comment. You're like, you're, you're no, not at all. It's value, right? And you're backing up with uh, an an official like, why you don't? You just don't say Moon's not worth it. If you if you come at me with an actual opinion with stuff to back it up, you're not wrong. You're you're telling me what, and, and we respect you. Now, if you just tell me Moon Kim Kim is not a good defender, and that's it, then it's like, well, why? Give me a reason why, nope. then nope, then we're good. So don't even worry about it. Huh. Tony coming in with knowledge right there. That's for sure. Yeah, there's no bad quotes, only only bad arguments. So, mm-hmm. yeah, make your argument. Make your case. You did, sir. So well done. Jason, to our predictions for the lineup, but deep down we all know Bob is going to be Bob, right? Are you going to do what he's going to do? Uh, Tony, my thoughts on Marie needing a yellow. He should get a tactical foul. Saves us from a goal in Atlanta. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I mean, garbage time. There it is. Off topic, Villa was warming up for the skills challenge during our match against SKC. Right? That's going to be fun. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Jason Lee misses on board with Cisniega. Love it. Marvin says, if LAFC lose, it's already blue Monday anyway. <laughs> yep, there yep. it is. Well, See? Well done, Marvin. <laughs> yeah, there it is. And Jason Lemus, the Premier League season starts tomorrow. Who do you guys support if you guys follow the league? <sighs> I like Pompey, so I'm never going to be in the Premier League again. Um, <laughs> there you go. Um, I, I like. I know I've always had a soft spot for Newcastle, but those are the two that I've always kind of done. But you know, nothing's happening there, so there goes that. Bam, where are you at? Um, don't really have a team in England. I follow the Scottish League. My team. Decided to end Rangers' run of form last weekend, so I'm happy with that. They were got, they went 40 games unbeaten. We decided to beat them at home, so I'm happy with that. Um, in England, though, like I, I enjoy watching it. I like seeing I like seeing the relegation battles. I love that. Near the end of the season, when there's like four teams that could go down, the fights. I love seeing that. I, honestly, I get more love out of the Championship than I ever do the Premier League. I do. They're more fun to watch. They're more competitive to me. Not as much bunkering going on. It's football because they're more evenly matched. It's better football for me because I, the wheels are moving. You go to the Premier League, you have six teams that are big clubs and everybody else just kind of there. Like, you know, Arsenal's playing who tomorrow? Like, I don't even know who these guys are. That's how I feel. So it's sad. It's going to be a destruction, even though Arsenal's not even that hot this year. But because of the golf, right, and budget, you're just going to get a kill. So I kind of like the, the lower divisions better. That's me. That's me. Like I said, I'm just waiting for Pompey to get it together and make a run and get back up. Michael Eisner is running the team now. So you're like, who? Yeah, the Disney guy. The guy that rested. <laughs> he's on the Ducks. That guy. Yeah, he runs Pompey now. I know. It's weird. It's weird. But it is what it is. We'll see one day. One day I can hope. Right? They come back. Um, Tony? Good stuff. Who did Tony? Who's, who are you backing, Tony? Ooh, I have a story for you guys actually on this one. So, I am a Man U uh, supporter. That's uh, my uh, Premiership team. 
Um, my soft spot team, though, that I have is uh, Burnley. Uh, now, here's the story where why Burnley is my uh, soft spot team. Um, used to work for Starbucks when I was 19 and stuff like that. There's an old gentleman that used to come in to come in all the time, and that was his team forever. His son is uh, Bob, is Don, Mr. Uh, Mr. Don Garber. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so because at first, because his dad's name was Garber, and I was like, "Why does that sound so familiar?" He's like, "Oh yeah, my son is uh, he helps with the MLS and all this stuff and blah blah blah." And I was just like, not connecting it because you know, why? Like some random like old man just coming in. And we talk football all the time, and it's actually his son. That's what his son was, Mister Mister Garber. I was like, "What the hell?" That's Met him once. Cool. Yeah, so that was like that's one cool. of those stories. That's like that's Burnley's always been one of the. And so when they finally got promoted up to him uh it was it was a year before he died so it was good to see him and he was like so excited so that's burnley is like my soft spot team but i'm a man you you know united fan for the longest time starter club it's okay mm-hmm. Sorry. i know well again i always mean about that yeah well yeah like we, we okay. can have this conversation starter clubs are easier to get into because you don't know history but now that i have history, <laughs> and they actually win so yeah yeah, yeah that's exactly, good too so. Yeah, I'll say this. Since Pompey's not up there, Newcastle, I don't know what the heck they're going to do. I will always root for the newly promoted sides. I don't care who the heck they are. If they're newly promoted, I'm always going to watch and hope. Hope and hope and hope. Especially when it gets to cup time in like December where the fields are trash, where they could take out a big team. I love those moments in England. So that that's where my head's at. Going forward, and to be fair, Tony, I grew up following Chivas. To it's be popular. fair. And uh, that's the same. Like I, if I would support my my team, uh, the Durango Scorpions. My dad was supposed to get me a shirt when he was up down there, but uh, we're a second division team. So once once they get there, then I'll start supporting my hometown club for my family. But Americos, my whole family grew up around that, so I understand. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, if we're gonna talk Mexican soccer. I mean, definitely Cruz Azul. And you're yeah. like, really? You like the bad luck? Yeah, I like the bad luck. Kind of grew up with the bad luck. It's okay. Um, okay. And I'm trying. I'm trying to like Mazatlan because that's like mm. where the in-laws are from, and I go there all the time. Every winter, I'm in Mazatlan, but eh, it's hard because of the backstory, right? It's just, More, yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah, it's hard. But, we'll have a pot on that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's that can be an hour conversation. Yeah. Uh, Hooligan Ox loves Manu. I know, I know. Jonathan. Arsenal invincible again. You heard it here first. Dude, you're not <laughs> hipster enough to be Arsenal. I'm sorry, man. He, oh, wait. He has a beard. He can be Arsenal. It's fine. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Marvin Chavez. Here's a thought. Anyone worried about Ibiaga not knowing how to communicate well with Mario in the back? Concerns, but I'm guaranteeing that's quick what, learner. Mm-hmm. That's what training's for. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we're really good. We're a bilingual club anyways. The guys, if you're a Spanish speaker, you're learning English. If you're an English speaker, you're learning Spanish. They're active with that within our club to keep communication mm-hmm. up. So he'll get his lessons. Don't worry. Both CBs need to get gel well. Segura works with Murillo. Blackman kind of learned Spanish. He did. He did. It's good. It's good. The Tiburon stuff was funny today, by the way. Did you <laughs> see that for the birthday with the Paul, the Paul account? <laughs> Making fun of the, the Tiburon. Yeah, that was awesome. I didn't know that was his nickname. I think that's hilarious. That's awesome. I mean, he, he kind of snaps like a shark, right, on these corner kicks lately, so we'll take that. That's fine. Marvin Chavez loves seeing the Premier League to see Arsenal and Manchester United lose, although they've been better. I support Liverpool. My pop supported Liverpool. My grandfather did too, so there's always going to be a soft spot for me with that club. 
That's for certain. Um, yeah, it is what it is. But I kind of got enamored with the Pompey Madness back in the day. Uh, Hooligan Ox, still love you, Jonathan. Always good having that hope for the team. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal's should be doing better than they do. Let's be honest. That team's always confounded everyone because of poor performances when they shouldn't have them. Um, I wish well on all you guys. I mean, Highbury was cool when it was Highbury, but now the monstrosity stadiums are what they are. So there it is. Uh, Carlos C. I started watching Arsenal when Vela was there. Can't blame you on that. And Jason, you know what's strange? How MLS scheduled the All-Star game and the Derby in the same week. So we're teammates with Carson and three days later, our enemy. Hospital passes, baby. Hospital passes. <laughs> um, they shouldn't be on the field at the same time. And I don't want them in the locker room. So there's me. Good stuff, guys. So that's our comments that we have. Thank you, everyone, who's thrown it out there. We've gone long again on this episode. It's kind of a thing in these last two episodes. We'll get short again, guys. Don't worry. We'll get yeah. back to normal. But, man, we're getting these high-level, crazy episodes where there's some hard stuff going on. It's worth it just talking it out. So, And I hope exactly. you guys enjoyed that today for sure. So on that note, of course, tradition dictates that someone, someone has to start the final thought of the day. I'm just saying, because he's wearing that shirt, he has to do it. So, Tony, I'm sorry, but <laughs> if I had a black Heineken shirt to cover up like we do in the North End, I would do that right now, but it's fine. You start, sir. All right. Final thought of the day is um, love the passion all over, all over just everything. You know what I mean? I, again, it's it's a heated debate between everybody, and again, I don't mind it. Just have context behind it. Don't just say something. Know also know where what where we're at as a club, what division we play in, what everything. Hundred um, percent. I joked around and say we should just be called uh, LAFC Richmond because of the way our, we've been playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, love the passion. There's like I said, I I'm not mad at anyone. I'm not we're not mad at anyone. Again, you shouldn't be mad at anything as long as you have context and have a good conversation at the end of the day. We both have passion for this team and that's why I'm done with that. I like it again. They have a right. We all have a right. We're paying for this thing. We're building this team. We are the community You have every right to call it out when it's not right. But if you do it, back it up with something. We love that too. Bam. It is your turn. My man. Final thought. Um, final thought is Bob in Bob out. No matter what side of the fence you're on, just remember, at the end of the day, we're all black and gold. With my team here in Australia, on one of our forums that I'm on, at the moment a coach gets announced or even rumored out, there's always a post up on there, such and such out. So you go, you go through the forums, it's Kevin Musket out. Um, Ange Postacoglu out. At the moment, it's Tony Popovich, our new coach, out. We haven't played a game with him yet, but there's always a out already. So that's always going to happen. <laughs> Um, yeah, just remember, at the end of the day, we're all black and gold. Your opinions are your opinions. That's fine. As long as you come speaking facts, we're happy to listen. We're happy to debate. Right. Not too hateful, right? Keeping it the right way. You're supporting your side, not tearing it down. That's the idea. Um, players come and go. Coaches come and go. Staff come and go. Club remains. That's 
that's what matters the most. It's the crest. That's what we all fight for. That's what we all, all defend. Um, we want what's best for our club, and we have, again, every right to call that out. So for my final thought of the day, again, be constructive with it. Support your side when they need it the most. When it comes to players, they do make mistakes. They're human beings, and they're young. It's not an excuse. That's just reality. We're not paying these guys like $45 million a year like certain players are now getting. No, <laughs> we got guys making like 80 okay? There's a quality difference because there's a pay difference. If they're going to put in the work and they're going to battle for your brand, for your club, for your city, back them as best you can. Because if you tear them down, you're not going to help your cause. You're just going to break a player apart. So be positive. I think that's my ultimate goal is, is be positive, support your team, call out the mistakes where they're at, but at the same time, be constructive with it, right? If a player's not ready, it's on the coach and the staff are putting them out there because they're not ready, right? So put it where it's at. That is for certain. Um, and at the end of the day, guys, I'm just going to say this. I'm thankful for all of you for sticking through this. Good, the bad, the ugly. You're still here for two hours getting getting crazy doing your thing. <laughs> we are beyond thankful for that. We're going long for you, Masos. I think because we're just we're leading to 200 and getting, getting nuts with it. Um, I will say next episode, Vince LaRosa will be jumping on with us. Yeah, it should be a fun one. That means it's going to geeked out. We could go long again because it's Vince. Yep, Vince of 110 football of legendary fame from day one with the club. Yeah, he's in the mix, folks. So it should be a fun one next episode. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, for those traveling to Atlanta, be safe out there. It's weird times. So do the best you can. Give it your all. We want to hear you for wherever we're at. We'll hear you out in the West Coast. Those staying back, enjoy the watch parties, collect your donations, support Global Diplomatic um, and the 3252 drive for the orphanage in Tijuana. Again, there's some kids in some rough points here. We need to help out wherever we can. Any community that's world community is fine, right? Whether it's local, whether it's in TJ, it's humanity that has to win the day. Um, and so on that note, again, thank you all. You Again, this is why we're here and we're beyond thankful. So at that note, I like to run it out with three of you gentlemen on three. What do we always say? Stay, Stay golden. Golden. <laughs> For listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs> <laughs>